0: What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story.
1: We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we are- We really disagree. <laughs> like- Well, make it <laughs> a Little It's like a cracked like <laughs> right, out T bird, some grease. Yeah. I you know, she's got that black hair. Hello and welcome to Chick Chat. A very special episode, I'd like to thank. Um, I I I'm Mary Margaret, and that's Jeanette. Hey Jeanette. Hey. Welcome to Chick Chat from our quarantine quarters. That's right. We are absolutely not uh, in the same room together. We are doing this online and um, staying our well above six feet away.
2: <laughs> we're, we we've we're honoring that <laughs>
1: CDC. Yeah, we've been social distancing for a while. Yes. Um. But yeah. So again, welcome to Chick Chat here on the Mesh. This is the what we call the guilty pleasure of the Mesh Podcast Network. But if you want to listen to some other great shows that the Mesh has to offer, please go over to themesh.tv and check that out. We have something for everybody. You know, if anything, I feel like right now is the time for podcasts. I mean, you're at home, your life has been changed, right? You know, your daily routine- Slightly. Yeah. Everything everybody needs a little time just to decompress and, and separate and maybe have a little mommy time, right? Right. So put on those headphones and go sit in a corner and enjoy a podcast. We have something for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? We even have a kids podcast on the mesh called um story time station. Okay. And you can Watch it, it's video, which is pretty cool and it's someone reading a book from you know kind of startup authors, authors that are just writing books for fun. Um, some are kind of silly, some are emotional. it's it's all very uh, kid appropriate, but they're reading the book along with the imagery that happens at the same time. So your kids can sit in front of a screen and watch this, but they're getting a book story time. you know that's that's not normal screen time. That's appropriate screen time.
2: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's good. I wish my one-year-old had the attention span to do that. I don't think he's there yet. We are just now getting to where he'll sit down and watch a two to three minute video on a phone or an iPad. He's he's not a kid who's interested in the TV. He loves commercials and he likes Blue's Clues, but try to watch anything else like, hey, let mommy do this and you watch Paw Patrol. He's like, nope, no, thank you. You know,
1: I mean, that's obviously a good thing. Yeah. Um, it's it's not bad, but it's it's not mommy's happiest moment, right? <laughs> like,
2: I love that you want to be near me and show me everything that you're picking up. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's um, being like a normal kid and just veg out in front of the TV all day. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, it's I, allowed during quarantine. <laughs> and can we
1: can we mention that I can't believe he's a year old, right? Holy he's cow.
2: actually 14 months. Oh my gosh. I
1: know it. That's that's insane. Um yeah, I, and you know and I feel for you a little bit because I have no idea what that would be like
2: in he's a lockdown. little ball of energy. He's he's all over the place. Wow. And with the quarantine, it's he's gotten out of his routine. So it's no longer a wake up time, you know, I'm at daycare and then I come home, I eat, I take a bath, I go to bed. It's oh it's 10 o'clock at night. I had a nap at six. <laughs> we're <still> going.
1: <laughs> yeah. Little different. Um yeah, so you know, just to recap. I'm sure everybody doesn't need a recap, but <laughs> we're on lockdown. This is uh being recorded in the middle, smack dab middle of the COVID-19 pandemic crisis. You know, we are all in different locations. Actually, our producer, uh, Moose, is in Hickory, North Carolina. You are in Winston-Salem. Yep. And I am in Vancouver, Washington. So we are all experiencing the same thing, but we are in totally different locations. Um, Yeah, I mean... We talked about this at the startup on the beginning of our last episode. Remember? And it was just kind of oh, like, this is
2: weird. We had just had a few cases there, and it wasn't like, it was like, oh, this is troublesome. But yeah, <laughs> it was like, this is this <laughs> what's <is>, going to happen. <laughs> this
1: is not great. But at the same time, it was like, eh, I don't really know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so since then, things have dramatically changed. This is a big flipping deal. Um, we in Washington have been on the stay at home order, um, from the governor for going on probably four weeks now, three, three weeks for sure. Okay. Okay. So we've, we've been on the stay at home order, maybe a week and a half prior to, or a week, I think prior to North Carolina was, but, um, yeah, it's, it's intense. I mean, we're staying at home and it's, it is talk about being creative and outside the box and trying to figure out something new ways to do everything that I thought, I thought I was being an awesome parent before, before all this happened, I thought like, man, I'm killing the parent game, Ah. but you know, I'm, I'm not super confident
2: about that anymore. (laughs) See, It's had the opposite effect on me. I'm like, it's highlighting my bad parenting skills. (laughs) So like I forget the kids need to eat lunch and I'm like, what? Oh gosh. I know how many well, times have you need to Just go grab something. <laughs> like, how many times like, That's
1: that's the whole thing. Like, I cannot believe how much my children eat. And and it's and you know, my husband and I, I guess, when we get in the groove of working and we're both working from home or doing anything like this, I mean I can go have like coffee for breakfast. And then I, at like one o'clock or something, I'm like, oh, I need to eat something. So I just go and like, i make a random mix of stuff, whatever I kind of come across. Right. I can kind of eat it on the go as I'm doing my stuff. And then later it's like, oh, let's, let's fix dinner, you know, whatever. But my kids are like, What's for breakfast? What's for snack? What's for lunch? Then what's for the after lunch snack? What's? Do we have dessert tonight? Can we bake something? Can we make something else? Like, how can I help you cook, mommy? Let me do this. Let me, you know. And I'm like, I don't, I don't understand the need for this. And so, I'm either going, you know, quarantine snacks are going to be the death of me. I believe.
2: Oh yeah, it's just. So-
1: They're just there. And it's ridiculous because I'm at home now all the time and they're just, my kids are eating them and they just burn them off like nothing. But I sit there and pound out quarantine snacks. Like, like I'm in a bunker.
2: Right. And we have more food in the house now than probably ever before, because I think I mentioned this before. Like I just don't shop like that because we travel for soccer so much. I just keep the bare minimum (laughs) going until the summer comes and we're at home, you know, but we never really have like a freezer and pantry full of things. We have things that people like to eat, but we're always on the go. So it's not stopped. So when this first started, my daughter was like, Oh, stayed at the pantry. Like, I don't know what to choose. There's so much. <laughs> yeah. What are we having for dinner? Can I help you cook that? All that. She's back in the role of there's nothing in his house to eat. I'm like, are you serious? I have a whole right. grocery store. Like, in this is house. More
1: than we've ever I'm had. More.
2: Yeah. And it's I'm stressed because I have never had to plan so many dinners in my life. <laughs> I'm like, I've, I don't know what I want to eat. I've never cooked this much.
1: Right. I I can't think. I I get through mind blocks of what are we going to eat now that we haven't already eaten in the past like two weeks. Right. I get I get pressured
2: not to repeat things. But Total then I pressure. go to the grocery store and I'm like, I go in blind. Like, um, I'll just grab some meat and I'll grab some chicken and I'll grab some 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 steaks or you know and i'm like hmm i don't know what i'm gonna do with all this
1: i know i'll tell you right before the uh the the lockdown if you will kind of happened we got a new grill so we have bought lots of meat and we have cooked lots of meat on the grill and while it's fantastic you know it's um it's it's just, it's a lot of grilled food. So, so yeah, that's more than I've ever had in our fridge before of meat at any one single time, you know, yeah. I'm like, Ooh, let's buy a pack of ground beef so we can have spaghetti one night. And then I do the same thing the next week, you know? but but not now, like now I'm just constantly find myself looking at
2: Pinterest for stupid recipes. Good right. gracious. And my husband I'm has not- somehow gotten to his mind that I've gone to culinary school in this time. <laughs> so i'll be like in the kitchen he'd be like can you whip me up some homemade alfredo sauce like i'm sorry what <laughs> <laughs> cuz i just have the ingredients on standby without having to look up a recipe and go to the store to get them <laughs> like i keep whipping cream and <laughs> fresh parmesan at the ready to go just in case someone's going to order fresh alfredo <laughs> like what
1: <laughs> my kids have started um I blame YouTube. Of course there's some, some YouTube horrible person out there. That's been like, here's a, everybody should wake up and make smoothies. And so my kids are constantly like, um, do we have frozen mangoes? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> what? Like, I don't, of course. <laughs> we have. It.
1: Like, I don't. Have frozen they're like, Mom, it says here that if we add a handful of fresh spinach, that we'll never be able to taste it if we brown it out with raspberries that have been freshly picked. And I'm like, no, no, that's not we don't have any of that. We don't have it, you know. I got some questionably fresh strawberries in the bin. <laughs> cut off and the bad parts. <laughs> <you> that's <laughs> right. Cut off the bad parts, throw it in there. Um Bananas are halfway to banana pudding status and the uh, yogurt in the fridge. I don't know. Check the date. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And they're like, well, what's, what's the base we can use is the base, um, this and juice or water or milk, or it says here, if you have fresh lemonade that the such and such, and I'm like, stop, just stop. You go down there and, you know, consider it a kitchen smoothie. That means throw anything in there that's about to go bad and blend it up and see if it tastes good. Right. Here, look, I have a little jar of vanilla extract. Drop one dropper in there because you're gonna to need to cover up that flavor.
2: I know. My daughter still thinks I'm in the oh mom, I need the zest of a lemon. Can you go get <laughs> No, you know what? I don't have a no. zester. You know what we're going to do? We're going to grate it. What's a grater? It's you to figure that. out how to zest it. You do it. she's gotten into baking, which is fine. You know, if she tells me enough ahead of time, I'll put it on the grocery order and we'll get it. Right. But, you know, you can't just come up out of nowhere with these ideas and say, she's like, what are we having for dessert now? What are we, do we have this? I'm like, if it's not in the pantry, I don't know. <laughs> like, That's right. That's been the biggest struggle
1: is getting my kids to understand that it has to be like on the grocery list if you want me to consider getting it at the store (laughs) and then we're not going to the store like every other day even you know I mean you get like one trip a week right and even at that point like I I I'm still distancing myself enough I'm going to the grocery store and I'm getting out
2: oh yeah that's I'm I, I have a, I have a max 20 minutes in out. I'm not doing the hour long. We're not going up and down aisles. We're yes. making a list. We're going in. We're getting out. Getting fresh fruit, getting fresh meat, and we're mm-hmm. out. But yep. my daughter has started, she's like, You're you're stressing me out because I'll be like, Don't use so many paper towels. Tony. <laughs> like, oh my God. I'm like, oh, like, you don't understand. You Stop know, spelling. You know, Stop washing your hands <laughs> with Take tickets. your time.
1: Slow down. Right. I... I have never used our trash can so much and our dishwasher so much.
2: I wash dishes in the... Di- well, <laughs> the dishwasher <laughs> washes yes. the dishes. Uh, minimum once, sometimes twice a day. Absolutely.
1: I'm telling you, I started making the dishwasher empty in the girls' chore in the mornings. Yeah. And I'm like, you're going to have to empty a dishwasher because... That's just what we do now. We run our dishwasher. Like, my dishwasher is literally like,
2: stop. <laughs> like I, oh, I'm convinced we're going to have to replace it soon. Yeah. My yeah. stove doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> it doesn't know what's happening. Like, what are you doing? I, Why? I have a favorite burner. Who knew? Like, who knew?
1: But I do. I do. I have a favorite one. It's the front left. And now now it's my favorite. I use it all the time.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean life has changed. And my mom's like, this is like, but I think back and we really cooked at home. My parents cooked at home when I was younger, every meal. And I'm like, I, I don't know what to cook. I'm getting out my parents' recipe books. I'm doing Pinterest. I'm calling my mom. Like, um, I remember you made this once. I need you to talk <laughs> me through it. <laughs> and I liked it. I don't know if they're going to like it. And it's, so it's become this whole, I really feel like anxiety because I'm like, I feel the bad mom in me coming out because I'll look at, you know, everybody in this house except my son is self-sufficient. So I'll be (laughs) looking at him like, (laughs) I need to feed you. How can I get creative? (laughs) And I can't ask you what you want. I've got some food for you in the pantry, but you probably don't want it. You've been snacking a lot. How hungry are you? (laughs)
1: Talk to me, 14 month like, old. You me you every just eat day.
2: off my plate. Is that cool? <laughs> my daughter yeah. is like, Mom, can I drink the quarantine water? Because <laughs> I've got bottles of water. I'm like, Yes. I was like, We're officially in quarantine. <laughs> You're allowed yeah. to have it now.
1: Now I can drink quarantine water. Yeah. It's, but- it, it is, the whole thing's just really bizarre. You know, I mean, the whole situation. And I, I, I get it. I get that we're supposed to be doing this. I hope everybody else is doing it. You know, that's what they say is going to be the only thing that stops this, you know, are these essential trips to the grocery store, to the pharmacy, whatever it is that you have to do. But, um, you know, I'd like to think we've been doing a good job of it within our household. Um, I just hope that everybody else continues to do it. It's, I mean, it's scary, you know, that's the whole thing's kind of, like I said, it's bizarre. It's super crazy. But um, I mean, is it just, I mean, have you just not learned so much about not only the people in your household, but like society as a whole, it's, what you've seen, how people
2: react to this? I mean, it's, it's really, blunt. my mom is a rock star at this. She has not left the house past the front porch since, It was even announced. And this is when West Virginia had zero cases. She's like, nope, I'm not going anywhere. I'm like, and she literally has, I think she's gone to the grocery store maybe twice. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we'll send her stuff in the mail. So I'm like, I'm going out to (laughs) mailing new things and she'll have people drop stuff off on the porch. But she's like, I'm not going anywhere. So she's a rock star at this. But like, just to see things like the pollution levels and how they decrease. Sometimes I do sit back and think, This is like what was needed. Sometimes the world course corrects itself. And it's almost like we were doing such damage that it was almost like a timeout. This is the worst timeout you could get. But I mean, it's one of those things where you're just like, This except for the going out of the house part, not being able to roam freely. And you know, I'm I'm pretty introverted and I like to stay home every now and then, but I do like to venture out occasionally. Sure. I did like our soccer trips, even as stressful as they were, we enjoyed them and seeing other people, but it does make you realize like the whole family time together has been nice. Mm -hmm. Um, having my daughter want to bake and cooking dinner, even though I don't know what I'm going to cook when we eat all, when we're all at the table eating together, it's fun. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, we find different ways to entertain each other. Um, we find different ways to give each other personal space, but it's just, it's been fun. I mean, it's been yeah. fun, but terrifying. Of course. And kind of like, it's I weird love mix. you all, but I'm ready for everything to go back to normal. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's difficult just to, you know, within our family ourselves, we've had to postpone some things that we would typically do. You know, there's no summer vacation on the books anymore. Um, weddings have been pushed out from that from summer to fall. Um, you know, trips up home to see people have been pushed out from summer to fall or see you again next Thanksgiving or Christmas, hopefully. So it's, it's changed. Um, I do think I'm a little more appreciative. I I did sit back and say, you know, as much as I will never, ever, ever complain about having to take my daughter to soccer practice ever right. again, <laughs> like yeah. because yeah. I actually miss it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, and I I miss it for the kids. Yeah, I mean my my daughters had one softball practice before all this happened, and then for middle school. Well, our our schools out here don't have softball in schools, so it's all basically club club style softball until you get to high school. But I mean, that means it was you know there's essentially some travel team stuff involved with it. So we, um you know, the tournaments were supposed to start in mid April and they would do some weekend tournaments here. And that goes through um like the end of June, maybe into the first of July. And that's just all kind of a wash right now. You know, we actually don't know much about what's going to happen with it. Um And, you know, I just, I, I hate that for my kids. You know, they, they miss that they get so excited about um, sports seasons and different things and and yeah, I mean, I'm kind of the same way. Like, you want to go to softball practice? I'll take you. You know, I'll drop what I'm doing and I'll go take you. And it's fine. I'm going to sit out there because we're outside enjoying the fresh air and I can maybe talk to some other parents. And I just can't do that right now. Um, but yeah, you know, I miss the sports of it. Um, you know, we having just moved out here this past year, um, we had a lot of adventures planned for this summer. I mean, camping is something we really like to do and we wanted to do a lot more of. And you know, at first we were like, oh, well, this whole thing's going to kind of be a strain on schools and activities and and big things, but camping, we'll go camping. Well, now everything's closed and they say don't go camping. You know, all the parks and the different places, they're all closed as they should be. I get it. But so even now we're just like, we want to go camping. We want to go on trails and we want to explore like where we live now and all these different cities. And it's just not, it's not on the books right now. Um, we'll have to just address whenever they, they lift any of the bands, um, which, you know, I'll be honest, like, good gracious. Like I'm, I'm nervous about the day they say, okay, the ban is lifted for the lockdown, While I'm excited to go to a restaurant or go get my hair cut or go to the movies or something, like, I just don't want to feel like I'm in a cesspool everywhere I go.
2: (laughs) I think people will be wearing masks for the foreseeable future for a while. I do too. Um, Like, my daughter had just made the middle school soccer team and they had had several practices. She had just gotten her uniform and her schedule and games were supposed to start the following week. And that's when they canceled school um, or closed the schools down. So right now we're supposed to, or they're the kids are supposed to go back to school May 15th. Mm-hmm. They haven't changed that yet. Um, in North Carolina, the curve is flattening. They're expecting, mm-hmm. but they're expecting our peak to hit early to mid-May. So it mm-hmm. all depends on how that looks in a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, and I told her, I was like, just to kind of keep some hope alive. I'm like, look, I don't know if you'll go back to school this year. If you do, you'll have a month left. There's a chance that you guys will get a couple of soccer games in, you know, they may do an abbreviated season just to get something done. Um, Cause they know you guys miss it. So t- just don't panic yet. Mm-hmm. I'm anticipating they probably won't go back to school, but we'll see. I mean, right. Well, never know.
1: Washington state, uh, closed schools indefinitely for the rest of the year, um, earlier this week. So we are officially not going back to school in the, um, face-to-face learning. Um, everything is going to be online now, um, until the end of the year, obviously. Um, and then the day after the governor made that announcement, then the Washington, uh, inner, inner something, Athletic Association, WIAA, whoever handles all the, like, um, high school level sports, basically, mm-hmm. had to, they made one final plea to see if they could, after our stay at home ban would be lifted, if they could do some sports, and and the state said no, you know, which, again, I understand, you know, and um, that's fine, but it's crummy, right? So it's, you know, no spring sports. No more school activities, no more face-to-face school. Um, and our stay-at-home order is now currently through May 5th. So we'll see kind of, they're just going to readdress things as that date gets closer.
2: So we'll see. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's going to be,
1: going to be yeah, interesting.
2: until May 29th, but I think they'll extend it a week or two, but uh, they, they, moved the May 5th. It was originally, the kids are supposed to go back April 6th. Uh Um, So this past Monday, but then they moved it pretty early to May 15th. So, you know, I don't know. I think, I think everyone's feeling, they don't want to send people back too early, but then you've also have to make the decision of how soon is too soon. Uh When is it okay? At some point, it does have to go back. Um, and you know, you know, they may, you may see kids wearing masks and I mean, who knows? It's, it's just, you know, as much as you hate to say it, you hope the, the curve starts to flatten a little bit more. The warmer weather comes around and people are outside because being outside, I think does help. Um, And unfortunately, I think we are going to see some cases continue um, throughout the year, but hopefully not at the scale that it's at now. Um, But I do think at some point you can't be shut in forever. Yeah. It's just trying to figure out how you move forward. And I think that's a lot of what's happening now is saying we have to do it at some point. But what precautions do we put in place when we do it? Do we do sports? Do we say limited school hours, you know? Things like that. Do we go to school on a rotating basis? So, mm-hmm. you know, grades one through whatever, you know, online learning, except for Tuesdays and Thursdays, or, you know, for certain grades. You know, do you do things like that, which they could? Um, yeah. So, you know, I don't know.
1: Well, but- I do. I think they'll start. Um, my personal opinion is I think whenever these bans start being lifted, it'll come with caveats right like i think there's going to be like okay so the the ban is lifted for the stay at home order so maybe restaurants can open back up but maybe they'll only be at like 50 capacity because they have to space people out more and maybe the hair salons will open back up but you can only have people at certain spaces or times or whatever um little things like that i do think that they're gonna it's gonna be a while before they start allowing large scale gatherings like um major sporting events and, um, concerts, things, you know, out here, uh, 4th of July I'm told is extremely big in Washington, <laughs> um, or at least in Vancouver. Um, and the national historic site of Fort Vancouver has a huge fireworks show and, you know, festivities, um, on the 4th and they've already canceled that. So, you know, I think that's just cause it's such a large gathering of people. Yeah. But I'll tell you what I'm super bummed about because I have a feeling we have tickets to a concert in July and it was going to be, all four of us are going and it was going to be our daughter's first concert. And I have a feeling it's going to be canceled. Um, Funny enough, it's at the casino here (laughs) Um, because it's a smaller scale, like ballroom where they're having it and it was just on a whim um the it, the tickets are for Weezer okay so okay. We, we were going to go see Weezer as a family and i mean my husband and i our, our 90s inner child were just super pumped about it and the girls love Weezer and so we were going to go to this concert at A1A the the casino in their small ballroom like it's a max of 2000 people uh, and Weezer's on a major stadium tour these days with like fallout boy and uh green day i believe okay and and so they were coming from seattle and heading down to portland and um those are you know major city major concert venues like huge stadiums and weezer pops up randomly one day saying just Weezer is going to make a pit stop at the casino for the small scale venue to play one night show on our way to Portland. And so we sat in line like online and bought tickets and so pumped. And the girls are so excited and I'm worried that it's going to be canceled. We'll see, but we know got to do what we got to do, but
2: that's uh, kind of, kind of pissed about that, but whatever. I hate to see that, that, those numbers tick up every day. I've I've stopped watching the news as much, yeah. Um, I just because I need some uplifting news, and you know, I was encouraged with the news yesterday. Even though I think you know, when the governors give their updates, they don't want to be too optimistic. You yeah. don't want to be people to be like, oh, he's optimistic. You know, the stay at home orders, whatever. We can go out in the streets and do stuff. I so I go think out they now. still right. do some, you know, precautionary things. But I was encouraged just from work and everything, just hearing people who work in the hospital setting say, the latest is that we're doing better. Um, our peak is mid-May, but they're even thinking that that might not be as large scale as they think it is. So, I mean, it's good to hear some encouraging news and to yeah. keep hope that, you know, obviously here, I mean, you, you still have family here, back here, you know, um, but it's really the larger cities that are being hit hardest like the Raleigh Durham area and the Charlotte area. Charlotte sure. probably more so. Um from what I understand is they have a, a lot more cases than anywhere else, but even there they're not flattening as quickly, but they're seeing some some results of the stay at home yeah. order. And they they went on stay at home orders before anybody else did. So yeah, uh-huh. we just hope people do what so it takes. There's still going to be people who are like this isn't real, this isn't whatever and I have some of those people I'm you know, that I know that talk like that and post things like that. So like, it's real until it hits you. And unfortunately, I think the last time, you know, when this first started, it was like, does anybody know anybody with this? And since that time, I'm like, yeah, I know people who've had it. And unfortunately, I know at least one person who has died from it,
0: like personally.
2: So it's, it's a real real thing. Like we've taken to wearing masks outside in the stores we've gotten creative like my daughter's like what are we making mask out of today no, I'm like today's we're making mask out of socks <laughs> so that's our latest one she's like you've gotten carried away this quarantine is making you crazy I'm like it really is yeah you know I didn't know I was creative normally I'm not this creative who
1: knew who knew the skills we all had right I, I do hope that there's some positive things that come out of this in the long run, you know, um, some compassion, some understanding. You know, I even saw Dr. Fauci, who I love. I don't know if everybody's watching him, right? Yeah. But, um, you know, he even said that obviously he knows this would never happen to a full extent, um, but in a perfect world, he would tell people to never handshake ever again you know, he's like, look, he's like, I mean, yeah, this COVID-19, like, don't, don't handshake people. He's like, but down the road, like, who knows? He's like, and people's hands be dirty. You know I mean? they People be gross. I'm so, fine without it. Yeah. He's like, don't just, you know, yeah. In a perfect world, we wouldn't handshake. We wouldn't ever, you know, yeah. maybe then you wouldn't even get a cold sometimes that you could have had. Right. So, um, yeah, I think there's just going to be an understanding. I do think that there's going to be some changes in how businesses all operate, how they are able to maybe do some things remotely. Maybe people can, um, you know, not necessarily lose their jobs. It's more how they can reappropriate the right ways for some businesses to operate. Maybe it's beneficial. You know, maybe people just learn, like I said, a little compassion out of this and, kind of band together of like, this is what we're capable of doing. Like, you know, stay at home, follow the rules for a little while, and let's just get through this. So speaking of positive stuff about this. So have you guys been, um, I know you've probably seen like on TV, there's commercials now about businesses and how they're operating through COVID-19 and the changes they're making. I saw a heating and air commercial where the guys saying they're now doing contact free and they wear the mask and the gloves and they comply with CDC regulations like maybe they should be doing that all along right So these are things that we're learning but now people are having to promote themselves into that. Um, I thought this would be a good time to maybe give a shout out to some businesses in each of our areas that we have noticed are doing something good out of this. Um, now obviously, we have not near enough time to promote every business and every industry that's doing something because it's been really cool to see the humanity of people businesses stopping production so that they can make masks or companies learning how to make ventilators you know i mean i think it was like car manufacturers are making ventilators and stuff like that's super cool to me and while i understand it disrupts their normal business they're doing this to help people and people, again, making masks and sending it to local, local groups and all All that stuff is amazing. And we're so grateful for all of that. But I wanted just to maybe take a second for each of us to describe maybe one or two businesses or local groups that you wanted to give a shout out to.
2: Sure. So, um, and this may be nationwide, but it's, I know in our area, the YMCA has closed obviously for business, but what they're doing is they're providing meals and um, daycare options um, across our county for frontline workers so EMT nurses, doctors, anyone in the medical industry, um, grocery store workers, any essential workers that, that's what they're doing and they're working with them you know as far as you know we'll will help share the load. So that's one. Um, the other is more of a, a local group. So our my daughter's former elementary school, the cafeteria staff is still making meals for those students who um, were, you know, in need of, of some meal assistance at home, some um, food insecurity things. So they've been making and delivering this food. So our PTA for that school has actually started working around the county and wherever they can reach out to friends on Facebook or whatever to help support that team and get them mask and get them the resources they need so that we can continue to do that so that they can do that safely um, and that they can continue to provide that service to the families in our, in our little town.
1: That's great. Give me the name of your little town and give those
2: people a shout out. What's the I will. So it's Clemens, North Carolina, and it's the Morgan Elementary School PTA.
1: Way to go, Morgan PTA. Excellent. Hey, um, you know, that's Winston-Salem. That is some, um, or Clemens area right around Winston-Salem. That is an amazing stuff they're doing. I've heard a lot about schools you know needing to get meals out to groups and things and you know i just that's so important obviously we talked about how much our kids eat that is it's just important and to know that there are some children that are out there that don't have that um capabilities you know it's super important that our groups are banding together and doing that so big shout out to those groups thank you so much for doing that um as i mentioned before our producer Moose is in Hickory North Carolina so Moose are you there are you on the call get in here hop in our room. I'm looking to see his little... There he is. Hey, guys. Hey, Moose. How's it going?
0: It's going great. Just uh, recording a great podcast from the comforts of my house.
1: Comforts of your house. Well, we're happy to have you on here. I did want to reach out to you and see if uh, you wanted to spotlight uh, one or two businesses in the Hickory area, again, Hickory, North Carolina, that you wanted to shine some light on. Again, there's so many to shine a spotlight on that we would never be able to f- to finish an episode. But we're going to continue this. Um, we've never been a show really to promote individual businesses that much. Um, but I think now's the time. Now's the perfect time. We're going to do this over the next however many episodes it takes. So, uh, Moose, who you got?
0: Well, I've got a friend, and you do too, that owns a soap shop downtown Hickory uh, called Artisan Soapery. Our friend Katie is... Uh, the owner proprietor of that place, and she has basically turned her business from soap to hand sanitizer, and yeah. she is churning it out. And she's partnering with Old Hickory Brewery, and they're doing package sales, and also you get a six pack of beers and a and a bottle of hand sanitizer, you know, for curbside service. So there's a lot of really cool stuff with uh, the local community and business owners around here that are really stepping up to the plate to try to bridge gaps for folks and uh, you yeah, know it's it's great to see almost we're also seeing a lot of and I don't know if, about you guys in your area but a lot of businesses that are have you know some sort of alcohol-based uh, product like distilleries and things like that they're turning their business from alcohol production to you know hand sanitizers and you know other things so not to mention the other fabricators in our area that are you know switching from socks to masks and you know there's a ton of those. So we're just it's really cool to see how the local community is turning cool stuff around.
1: Definitely. So shout out to Artisan Soapery in Hickory, North Carolina, teaming up with lots of other businesses in the area. But uh Katie's been doing a great job out there. You should follow her on Facebook and see what all she's doing. She's keeping a super positive attitude throughout the whole thing as well. So um we're really, really, really um Proud of her and her team and all they're doing. So thank you, Artisan Soapery. Um, yeah. So Moose, everything else is going well for you guys. You feeling good about everything?
0: Yeah, feeling really good. Uh, we're able to record uh, all of our shows on the mesh through uh, a, a new platform that we've uh, come across, and it's it's working out great. And the quality is fantastic. You guys will probably be listening to it right now. Uh, so you know, just getting used to doing things differently. And I think everybody's like that. And it's um yeah, it's 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 an adventure to say the least.
1: Yep. Yep. Well thanks for all you're doing, Moose. I'm making sure we can get this episode out and in a timely fashion. And thanks for your shout out.
0: You're all welcome. Right. You guys have a good show, guys.
1: Thank you. So um here in Vancouver, um of course we have had some of these same kind of situations where we have had uh, schools working together to get food out we've had um, companies switching their 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 main form of income into making masks or making um, hospital equipment gathering up uh, drives to to get all sorts of supplies to the people that need them but I wanted to give two shout outs to some people that are very near and dear to our hearts, um, and that is in our local restaurant industry. Not only are they continuing and have adjusted on a very quick time turnaround um, ways to provide takeout food and uh, curbside, you know, procedures, if you will, <clears throat> they have also gone above and beyond when it came to offering discounts to local frontline people as well as teachers Um, come in show your teacher card you get big discount on your food um i think right now as we've obviously talked about we have quite the food need sometimes a variety in our households and uh these local businesses that are locally owned locally operated Are doing just a stand up job for providing people to give a little variety, but also just keep the community operating. And um, I would love to give a shout out to, first of all, Mount Tabor Brewing. Um, This is our neighborhood brewery. We live right behind them. We walk and ride our bikes over to the brewery. Um, Normally, a very family friendly restaurant. Uh, They do have an outdoor seating area that they have now opened up the windows into that garage door access there by their outdoor seating. And that's where they serve people. And you go up there and they even bought a canning machine that they will now can their beers on site. So you can just take a six pack home with you if you want of any type of beers of theirs. Um, but they have a wood fire pizza um, area and they're They have a singing wood fire guy. He's always singing. And I don't know. I don't know if that's kind of a a catch of theirs, but I just love it. He's always singing along with whatever songs on the radio. So it's fun to watch him cook pizzas, but their pizzas are uh, delicious. Their food's delicious. You order up a pizza, they'll have it ready on the counter for you. And they've just kept such a good positive attitude through everything. It's really nice. And we're happy to support that local business. Again, that's Mount Tabor Brewing. And then my second one is also a restaurant because it's in our same neighborhood area and it's called Farrar's Bistro. And Ferrars is more of a, um, I don't know, like a, 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 just, it's like a cheers, right? It's your cheers. It's where you walk in and the people know your name and um, they have a nice bar area, but then they also have a, a restaurant seating on the other side and they shifted immediately to Takeout orders only. They've opted to change their menu up. They do a daily special that um they've also provided the take and bake meals. So you can take the food and take it home and freeze it and then cook it yourself if you want. Um, and then there's a little gas station right beside them, our Minute Mart, Minute Mart, and they have packaged up salads and sold them at the Minute Mart as well. And so just they've they've kind of recreated um, themselves into adjusting to what this is needed and what people are needing. And again, just being able to keep a positive attitude through this and still provide things on a local level. Super, super happy to be a part of this neighborhood. And again, that is Farrar's Bistro. And they, um, Mount Tabor and Farrar's, are both located in Vancouver, Washington, in the Philida neighborhood. So shout out to those guys. Um, yeah, just, you know, if we're going to have to kind of get through this all together, I'm so excited that these local communities and businesses across the country, obviously on the East coast and West coast for us are, are stepping up to the plate and, and doing what people need to, to stay happy. So thanks a lot, everybody. Um, and you know, Jeanette, we would be remiss to not do in our show what we normally do talk about what's on tv what's on the movies and you know right now more than ever um we're seeing a lot of really neat things happen on on the big screen right or on the small screen whichever one you're looking at
2: Screen in our, in our house
1: <laughs> that's right the biggest screen we have right access to um, there's companies that are putting out movies early there's people that are going straight to online access there's digital downloads those type of things Disney Plus has released things earlier than scheduled. Um, Netflix has put more and more content out. Um, HBO is offering a week free of services, things like that. So I've been loving that. Um, going to be honest. Um, you know, aside from my normal TV watching um, stuff, has there been anything that you've watched or started or enjoyed that you wanted to let us know so that everybody else might go check it out?
2: So, TV wise, I haven't had a lot of time to do a lot of Netflix and Hulu catching up as I, again, one year old. Of course, <laughs> of course. Um, and just with everybody home, but I'm still trying to keep up with Shits Creek. Uh, that's I'm like, with this SCH. Gosh, I love Shits Creek. One of my favorites. I'm super sad that this is the last season. So, I think I'm, I'm like two episodes behind right now. So that'll be my, I wake up on the weekend and watch it episodes or we go to bed when everyone's, when everyone else is asleep, I'll, I'll watch it. But well, let me tell you, I
1: started watching Shit's Creek upon lockdown. Like that's really? the first time I had ever seen it. Yes. Okay. I had, of course had heard about it, but I'd just never seen it. Um, it's on pop as it's happening live, but first five seasons are on Netflix and yeah. that's where I binged it. I'm now at the beginning of season five. So I have season five and then I've started saving Schitt's Creek on my YouTube TV where I watch all my live TV so that I'll have all of season six whenever I finish five. Um, The show's amazing and it's only 30 minute episodes. So for people that just want something quick and funny and lighthearted, start from the beginning, plug, you know, get on Netflix and watch it. It is phenomenal.
2: Yeah. And um, I haven't quite caught up to Grey's Anatomy yet, but that's on my list. And I, I'm, I'm questioning whether or not I want to go back and watch How, how to Get Away with Murder. I don't know. It's on my same end. Same. Um, but I've been doing movie night with my daughter. Last night was family movie night. So um, the first movie my daughter and I watched was Frozen 2 on Disney+. That's the thing she's excited about is because I finally gave in to Disney+. Plus <laughs> During mm-hmm. lockdown. I was like... Fine, we're gonna get well it. Well
1: worth well worth the money, yeah, I believe. Was.
2: And and actually it turned it worked out because we got the Disney Plus bundle. I already had Hulu. So when I did the math and I was like, Disney Plus plus Hulu is more expensive than the bundle. So um I just bundled it and then my husband got the benefit of ESPN Plus through that. Yep. So I was like, Merry Christmas, happy br- anniversary. <laughs> All of that. Happy yep. birthday. It's like you get ESPN Plus. So yep.
1: But Everybody in my house is
2: happy. right now. Yeah, he'll watch whatever's on there. It has all the 30, 30 episodes, and yes, it has all that. So he's he's happy. Every one of my family's happy. So it was money well spent. Yes, um, but they released Frozen two on that, so we watched that. Loved it. Let me tell you what I love the most about it is that there's the possibility for Frozen three. I have loved Frozen one, the first Frozen. I've loved Frozen two. And I do think there's the eventuality and probability of Frozen 3 because we have to see Anna and get married.
1: Absolutely. I do think we watched it as well. We actually saw Frozen. So we're, we're big movie goers, my daughters and I, that's kind of our thing to do, especially if it's a rainy day or anything. Um, we just love that. And so it's kind of their treat sometimes, you know, and, um, we anticipate movie releases, right? So, we actually saw Frozen 2 in the theaters okay. before all this went down. Um, but they have watched it numerous times on Disney Plus. Um, like I said, my Disney Plus membership is paying for itself now during lockdown because it is offered so much. Frozen 2, my girls
2: liked better than Frozen 1. Yeah. My daughter did too. And, I think I did too. The music, I, mean, I, I liked the music one... better. I like the the references that they made to Frozen One and the Let It Go. And it's fantastic.
1: They've actually um, on the soundtrack. If you guys find the soundtrack online, they have three separate songs that are performed by today's artists: um, Panic at the Disco, Weezer, and um, Marin. What's her name? What's the country girl's name? Um, no,
2: um, Ma- I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that girl. Maren Morris. Maren Morris, yes. Oh, yeah. Good gracious,
1: Moose. Thanks. They um, they have recordings of the Frozen songs performed by that those bands, okay. which is fantastic. Okay, so like I said, big Weezer fan, right? So Weezer performs the song that Kristoff sings. Um, in the um, woods. <laughs> Lost in the woods, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and if you go and find Weezer has created a music video that mimics what's happening in the movie. Um, so the lead singer Rivers is actually dressed up as Kristoff. Kristen Bell is playing Anna and they are performing this in a music video. It's phenomenal. So anyway, I, I enjoyed Frozen 2 as well. I thought it was very well done. I thought it's a little bit of a, um had a very mature feeling to it, you know, but still being kid friendly, it was still very, um I don't know it's just not too silly
2: you know it's yeah I a good job of balancing it out where yes. it's you get the adult jokes that the kids are just like I don't know why that's funny to you but it's not like offensively funny but yes. you get for the adults why it's funny and then they have the funny kid moments too that's right that's right yeah
1: um so
2: what else what other movies so last night, Family Night, we watched Onward, which is another, <gasps> I think, new release that they put on Disney+. Plus.
1: It is. They came out super early.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed that. I did. I, that was another one where I kind of laughed like, this is funny. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I like that it wasn't what I, um, it wasn't like the typical, oh, this is what's going to happen. I mean, it kind of was, but it kind of wasn't. It was almost like. Oh wow. Okay, that's I get it. This is pretty smart. It was it was a I almost for a second forgot that I was watching a cartoon. That's right. Cause that's right. Went, like exactly. it was so well done that I was like this is a movie. Oh yeah, but it's a cartoon.
1: Yeah. I actually had um again, saw this in the theater prior to um because it was one we had anxiously awaited. Um, It's the last movie we saw in the theater before lockdown, but it is, I I thought it was great. Um, It's sort of not your typical, you know, it's not a princess movie. It's not a um, boy and girl have a crush and live happily ever after type stuff. And um, you know, as frozen focuses on two sisters this actually focuses on two brothers, which I think is also something we don't see a lot of, especially yeah. in kind of cartoonish Disney stuff. But the creativity throughout that movie is just unbelievable because the concept is is that this is a land that used to be full of magic, had unicorns, had had, you know, wizards and and creative stuff like this has now kind of gone to pot, right? Like it is the unicorns are sort of like uh raccoons like they go through your trash and everything and like the the pet is like a little dragon instead of a dog and the mom is spraying the lizard with or the dragon with a water bottle to get it to stop barking and jumping right so I mean the creativity is is unbelievable but the story is just really well done I thought I I really enjoyed Onward my older brother I have two brothers who are, you know, we're all really close. And, um, my oldest brother who hosts foot candle films on the mesh, he watched onward with his family who are all grown children. You know, they're not little kids anymore. And he told me, he's like, I admit I got a little dusty in our room and a little misty eyed, you know? And I think it just applied differently to boys because the brother concept in there. So I definitely would recommend onward to,
2: to anyone yeah it's good we're we're anxiously awaiting the release of trolls tomorrow so
1: <gasps> same here that my is girls are so our excited. next movie night yes well we'll definitely have to touch on trolls later because i love it as well i, love I can't, trolls. Wait, I can't right. wait yeah yeah i mean justin timberlake singing how can you not enjoy wait. it, right know, my it girl, there. as we mentioned in the last episode my daughters have a new appreciation for nsync so <laughs> they're big justin fans now right um, well, we've done a lot of the same, a lot of kid movie stuff, a lot of things like that. But, um, so as I mentioned, I've been watching Shit's Creek as well. I also, um, I'm still watching Survivor. So that kind of keeps me on sort of that, uh, game show, uh, concept there. Um, Grey's Anatomy I'm caught up with. I'm not super happy with it, but I'm caught up with it. So it's kind of one of those, I gotta watch it. Right. Um, I really enjoy Bless This Mess, Deck Shepard, yes, um, and Lake Bell. It's a great show. And so that's been going on and that again, kind of keeps me happy throughout the time. Here's my trash list that I've been watching because I do have a trash list always, right? Um, Summer House on Bravo. I'm a little behind on that oh, one. Well, a lot behind. Oh my, oh my gosh. You want to talk about trash. I mean, it's kind of, this is uh, the first season uh, i haven't watched it weekly but yeah it's it's um i just can't believe that these people have like families and friends that watch this on tv like uh, there's there's just no way i would say or do some of the things that these people mm-hmm. say and
2: do I on national television like it my show would be so boring because i'd be like i'm not going home and explaining this to my parents I know. I don't care how much money like, you're paying me?
1: <laughs> they say things, and I I find myself with my jaw open watching the screen. Like, what did you just say? Like, do you not have like a a grandpa somewhere that's seeing this or whatnot? Or I don't know. It just seems bizarre to me that there's people like this. I know there is. I get it. They're real, but like, good gracious. Anyway, I can't stop watching it. Still watch it. Whatever. Um. There's a new show uh, this season or this year on, um, I think it's Bravo, uh, called Family Karma. Oh, love that. I've
2: been watching that.
1: <laughs> okay. So it yes. is, I've been watching it as well. I saw the preview a while back and was like, yeah I'll try it. And it is following the Indian culture uh-huh. of this like group of lifelong friends and their whole just lifestyle and relationships and culture and stuff that they're trying to i i get like you're trying to shine a spotlight on the indian culture it's just it's insane it's pretty pretty uh interesting i think you've been watching
2: it you said i have been watching it i think it's what i love about it is it's not like like you said it's 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 trying to highlight on the Indian culture but it's not stereotypical yes they still do their they show their religion and their their festivity things that they have but what I found is not that I had any preconceived notions but I was like oh okay you know like I have some friends who are part of the Indian culture that you know I wasn't super aware of you know what was going on behind the scenes but you do think like okay they're very conservative and strict and they don't do that. That's just like one of those things, right? Not that I, that was my perception of them, but I know of others who have that perception. And this is just kind of like, yeah, they're normal people. (laughs) Like they go and they drink and they party and they do, and their parents know that they do it. Cause I think the whole thing with, you know, in that culture, a lot of them live with their parents (laughs) into a very late age. So that, I think that in itself says, Oh, there's some conservative things, but the families are hilarious. Like, I want to hang out with some of these families and just I love I love some of these parents that are just
1: like, yes. Yeah, I don't really care what my kids do as long as they get married and give me grandchildren. Right. You know, that's all they focus on and all they care about. It's so funny. And um the group they call the aunties, yes, which is every <laughs> love every them. Family. Yeah. That, um, in this sort of community, these families, all the moms get together. Right. And they're called the aunties because they sort of parent over everybody else's children. Mm-hmm. So all the children, um, one line I thought best described it at the beginning of the shows, they said, you know, our parents had arranged marriages. We had arranged friendships Yeah, because all these parents that have known each other and live in the same community basically force fed their children together. <laughs> um, <laughs> These are your friends. This is what's going to be your community. And so you're just following their lives. So Family Karma um, is one I've enjoyed and and kind of been watching. But it is, you know, it is a reality show. Like, so be it. Um, also, Real Housewives of New York is back.
2: Mm-hmm. Without and Bethany,
1: right? Without Bethany, right? Which is the very first thing they show on the very first episode. There's only been one episode thus far. So um, I'm an OG watcher. I love um, New York. That's the, that's the show that I always drift to of the Real Housewives series. Um, so it is no Bethany. There's a new girl on there and I can't think of her name right now, but she's something, something special. She's, she's, she's unique. She's something. Um, at first I kind of was like, Ooh, I don't think she's going to fit in. Cause she's a little normal, but turns out she's not. So it's worth watching as well. Um, the very first thing that comes on that episode is all the women reading articles on their phones that Bethany has quit the show. And mm-hmm. like none
2: of them knew it ahead of time. So is what it is. But um, I always watch it. Yeah, I don't really watch that one. Mona, the, that cast just kind of gets to I watched the first season, maybe the second season too, but then after that I was just like, I can't, I can't do this.
1: Well, it goes back to the summer house concept. Like, how in the world do people you know watch this and not just cower in embarrassment? Like, I don't understand. Um, and how do you yourself not watch it and be embarrassed? Oh, like, yeah. The their lifestyles are one thing, but they're the way they conduct themselves i'm just i it makes me feel better about
2: myself it really does it's a confidence booster for me let's be <laughs> yeah. honest speaking so, of reality shows what will we watch next year because most of these reality shows film in like the march to august time frame well i was going to bring that up like you know so do you
1: think so obviously a lot of shows have been on hiatus right now right they can't get together and shoot things I've seen a lot of stuff which is pretty cool the whole zoom or webinars or through facetime or whatever where casts have gotten together and you're seeing it that's one thing coming out of this whole pandemic obviously is that I'm loving seeing people's like houses in the back of their zoom (laughs) right but um Yeah, so all these people are on hiatus. A lot of shows aren't happening like The Bachelorette. Um, They were getting ready to start. They announced her. They had their cast and everything. And now it's on hold until, and they're going to have to recast all the people, um, which I thought was interesting. But so two questions. One, do you think the pandemic, COVID-19 specifically, is going to be a plot line on shows in the future? You do so. You see. So, you know. Back when nine eleven happened, um, like I remember specifically, Friends episodes that had already aired um, and then were on syndication. They went back and they cropped out the World Trade Center towers out of the episodes so that it wasn't, you know, a reminder, right, for people. Um, do you think that's going to happen to where people are skittish about talking about it? Or, I mean, I foresee something like Grey's Anatomy absolutely handling it. Yeah, they'll have it. a whole
2: episode on it.
1: Right. Um, but you don't think it's going to be like taboo?
2: Mm-mm. Yeah. I think people will start referencing like quarantine or even have some episodes about being quarantined. And yeah, no, I don't think that'll be tab. I mean, this is the, I think. 9 11 was completely different because we were attacked by human beings, and you know, it was a tragedy because you know, planes were flown in a building that was completely it's terrorism. Different. That was terrorism. This is, you know, a virus, and un- I mean, we're being attacked by a virus, an unseen living thing. So, I think, but I think there's some like we're talking about, people talking about. Like after the quarantine, how they've changed, you know. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I can see some episodes coming out with like people getting their hair cut or being happy to go to the barber or being happy about little things. Yeah. I can, I definitely seen this being built into plot lines and like, will they do Big Brother this year? Like, right. Yeah. um, But yeah, I can definitely see on, you know, all shows at least some reference to, um, the pandemic because actually the show Blackish and Mixed Mixedish. Mm-hmm. Mixed ish, yeah. <laughs> mixedish. Um last week I think they actually aired an episode about both shows aired episodes about the flu vaccine. Wow. And the whole thing was, you know, get whether or not to get the flu vaccine. Yeah. Um and, you know, Bo's a doctor and all this stuff. So it was, it was that discussion was taking place on that show. It had already been filmed prior to this happening, but I think they saw the opportunity of, Hey, this is on target. This is with the time. So let's air it again. Um, So they've already done something there, but I think they'll go further. Um, Yeah, yeah, I definitely think you'll see some references to the family shows of everyone being quarantined together. Yeah. I don't know how far they'll they'll take it, but I think we'll see something.
1: Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Well, we'll definitely have to keep our eyes and ears peeled for what's happening coming up. Like you said, I mean, fall TV, right? That's it, this is crucial time for it right now. There's no, <laughs> we, <May> sweeps. <laughs> no I, May sweeps. No sweeps. sweeps. That's right. And we need to. Uh, I I don't know what they're gonna do. I mean, we might be in the land of reruns for a little while or something, mm-hmm. but goodness it's it's going to be interesting because obviously for their safety too i mean they can't be on you know a set doing all this right now so we'll see how quick they go into action um same with the movie industry i foresee movies in our future about these situations and you know some dramatized obviously but some um you know, now it's a lot more real. The movie Outbreak is a lot more
2: real to people. I can now, actually want right? to go back and watch Outbreak. My husband's like, Why? Why? I, <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean it's there's like, we're living like, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it was funny the other day we were scrolling through um Uh, list to see uh, some movies that we might want to like watch it was just me and my husband and one that popped up was the day after tomorrow and we both were like nope nope mm -mm.
2: keep trolling keep trolling I know it's like outbreak contagion let's watch it he's like I don't want to I know I know like I don't don't want to watch watch touch anybody and infect the entire world (laughs) maybe she did maybe she did I don't know we don't know no. we won't know for
1: a while but it's okay i mean i don't know it's it is it has definitely been a crazy ride i appreciate you taking the time out of your basic busy, busy
2: schedule. <laughs> i <laughs> got places to be of the and things to do people <laughs> to see <the> <laughs> i know um
1: thank you for taking I the put time on for this <laughs> i yay normal clothes i put on normal clothes with a button <laughs> i don't know if mine still fit i'm not even gonna try them (laughs) on damn quarantine snacks um well again thank you for taking the time to do this episode um i think maybe we should schedule one sooner than later um for the next one because we got some time to do this
2: time on my hands
1: Yep, so maybe look for another one. And then we can spotlight some more area businesses too and give some some credit where credit is due. Um, Moose, you still out there? Hey girl, hey. Hey girl. Listen, just, um, you know, we're going to put this episode out, see what happens, and then we're going to try to schedule something um, pretty soon. But thanks for popping in today, Moose, and making this
0: happen. You got it anytime. Just let me know when you want to do it.
1: You got it. All right, guys. So as a reminder, this is Chick Chat on the Mesh. I hope you've enjoyed our recap of what Jeanette and Mary Margaret do when locked in their house. Um, Please be smart. Please follow directions. Please listen to your governors and and statewide rules so that we can get through this, everyone, as as best as possible. Um, Wash your hands, stay six feet apart, follow all that stuff. But Um, In the meantime, be sure to go check out TheMesh.tv and listen to any of our podcasts on there. Everything is free. Everything can be downloaded, so you don't even have to have the internet after you've downloaded episodes. When you subscribe to one, you'll get a notification about um, the new episode that's up, so that's pretty cool, too. Um, We also have some very timely episodes on there. There's some resources there available for small businesses on Entrepreneur Exchange, as well as... Uh, tips for working from home on Brothers in Tech, which uh, I'm pretty partial to because those are my brothers. So go check them out and take a listen to anything else you uh, think you might enjoy. We hope you guys stay safe and healthy. And if you have a specific business that you'd like to give a shout out to, and you're one of our listeners, please, by all means, um, drop us a line at info at the mesh dot TV. We'd love to give a shout out to as many people as possible. Not to mention all of the healthcare workers, the frontline people out there doing what they got to do to keep us all safe and healthy. So thank you to all those. But, Jeanette, until next time, girl, you stay safe. You do the same. I'm not even going to end on uh, catch on the flip side because I don't think that sounds right right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you know what? Whenever that happens. I'm just going to say I'll, I'll talk to you later, okay? That's right. All right, talk to you later. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much. Take care.
0: You've been listening to The Mesh